Hello, and welcome back to season two of the 420 Reasons Why I Quit Drinking Alcohol podcast. I'm Diane Gibbs, your hostess with the mostest, and I am going to continue to share my stories of drinking and drunking my way through 30 plus years and how I finally found freedom from alcohol. I'm still having fun. These stories are real, raw, and relatable. So hang on and get ready for the next one. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to be back with you guys.、Um, this is going to be episode number 70. Um, I am telling this story because I just got back from the Adirondacks. Do you guys know where the Adirondacks are? The Adirondacks are in、um, mid, it's the northeastern part of New York, and they cover six million acres. It is the largest publicly protected region. Um, in of a forest, which is really quite incredible. And it's three times larger than Yellowstone. The state owns two and a half, uh, 2.6 million acres, and 3.44 is privately owned, which is just incredible. So the Adirondacks cover a fifth of New York State. Another interesting fact about the Adirondacks. Some of the rocks are over a billion years old、um, that really that form the Adirondacks. They are some of the oldest rocks in the world, yet the mountains are relatively young and they continue to grow every year. Another interesting thing about the mountain range it's not a strip that, like you think, it's, it forms a circular dome of mountains, which I thought was really cool. And it's also、um, part of the largest boreal forest in the world, meaning pines, spruces, and larches. So, this place has been in my family. We go to South Lake, it's outside of Utica, New York. It has been with my family for over, it's going to be 140 years、um, this next year. We'll be celebrating. And originally, this camp was on land. And it got moved on top of the water. Um, the, um, there was a gentleman's agreement that my great grandfather could keep his cabin, but they were going to move it on top of the water on large cement pilings. And the only thing that's connected to the land are docks. So our cabin is not on the land. The only thing that's really on land is the outhouse. Um, and this place has no running water and no electricity. So we use propane and we have a freshwater spring that we pump water and we also pump it out of the lake. And, but we have to boil it to use it to wash our dishes or to like cook with it and anything like along those lines. So this place is really cool. I've been going up there since I was a little girl. And you always went up, like, I went up with my parents, my cousins would come up.、Um, and nowadays I continue to go up. Like I said, I was just there 
Um, I always go up when my brother's there. But this one year in 1987, August 10th through the 15th, my sister, Christy, and I went to camp with two of our girlfriends. And um, we had five glorious days, which is so remarkable that we had this, um, this trip that it was just us girls. So every time you go to camp, you always leave... Um, uh, you enter a message in the log about the fun you had. So I'm going to read to you about the log. And it said, Diane Gibbs, Christy Gibbs, Tanahead Ryan, and Cecilia all bashed here at camp. The weather was beautiful, sunny every day. The water was very warm, and we did plenty of swimming. The water skis were well used as well went skiing and crashing every day. We also visited the waterfall several times. The first time, everyone except for Graceful Christie managed to involuntarily slide down it. Um, Cecilia took one big spill. We all laughed. We also jumped off the giant rock at the end to the end of the week. Oh, my aunt and my cousin, Bad Breath, Alan, we called them, came to visit. It was great to see my aunt. As for Bad Breath, well, you know how the story goes. He really stunk up the place. Other than that, other than the odor, everything was perfect. And that was my sister's entry, which I think is so funny. And so... The other entry I was going to read was um, Tinehead Ryan's. Um, here to say what a marvelous time I had with the crazy Gibbs girl, Gibbs sisters, and Cecilia. So glad I finally found out what a wonderful place this is after listening to Diane go on about it. Fulfilled my lifetime goal of slalom skiing. Um, we had the best time skiing, kind of bum. We never got to run into any black bears. Ha ha. ha she had a few problems with her feet. I seemed to stum stumble quite a bit along with Chris Gibbs. I finally get got a nice tan after working inside all summer. What a relaxing week. I sure hope to come back here again, but never hope to sleep with Diane for fear she might throw up on me. Thanks so much for a great week, tiny head. So here we go. We drove from Michigan. So I was at Michigan State. Christy was at U of M with Cecilia. And um, Tiny was with me um, as well. So the four of us drove in the Gibbs family wagon through Canada to our camp in the Adirondacks. Now from Grand Rapids, that's like a uh, 12 hour drive. Um, and we brought all this food, we ate like queens. When we got to New York, we would, went to hit the liquor store, we bought this beer ball, which is like a mini keg of Matt's Brewery. Um, there's a local brew, uh, brew pub, in 
Utica, New York called Utica Club, and they make Matt's Brewery. Um, we brought marijuana and hash. We were smoking hash under glass, which I had never done. I had no idea. Like, I'd never seen anything like it. I'd smoked joints and pinners and that kind of stuff. But hash under glass was something new for me. So you took a magazine and you took a needle with a flat head and you stuck it through several pages of the magazine so it was able to stand up. You put a wad of the hash on top of that. And then you take the lantern. Um, I mentioned that we had propane. So we had these lantern, glass lantern globes that you'd put on top and you'd light it. And then you would inhale and hold the top of the globe, catch your breath, blow out the small amount that you did, and then inhale it like you were doing a bong. And holy moly, that was my first introduction to hash. And uh, it was an introduction for sure because we were introduced and we hung out all week with it. In addition to that, mentioned that we went to the waterfall. Well, at the waterfall, we had decided to eat some psychedelics, some psilocybin mushrooms. Super fun and interesting when you got there. So going up to this waterfall, you would go deep into this meadow and you had to turn off the motor to hear the waterfall to know where you parked the boat back in the day. Now we know because we've been there so many times. And so you get to this waterfall and it's just this beautiful, it's like this granite rock covered with moss. It's at least 50 feet tall. And as kids, we would slide down that waterfall with our dads down at the bottom. Now down at the bottom, there's this big giant boulder. And also nowadays there's this big log. But we were walking up that and Cecilia pretended to be a stunt woman and took a great spill down it. Oh my gosh, we were so afraid that she was really going to be hurt. We all had a good laugh as soon as we found out nothing was broken and there was no harm done, thank God, because that was the last thing that we needed. Like here we are shrooming and we're just experiencing nature and we're just looking around and the shrooms just enhances the vibrant colors and it is so green and mossy in this waterfall area it's like being on like a green this rich green velvet uh carpet it was so incredible and you we just kept on climbing up further um and we just did this last time I was there, and it was so spectacular. You're kind of hopping from rock to rock, um, hoping not to pop it, fall into the water. The water is not deep at all. Some of it would be up to your waist, and some of it is just up to your ankles. Just depends on where you're at in the in the waterfall. Um, of course, we were drinking alcohol and um, doing the mushrooms. But this was just something that we did back in the day. I remember we would go water skiing every day. Um, and that, like, once again, listening, going back and reading this story from 87, 
I, we grew up in Ludington having a boat. So I must've been the driver of this boat and pretending that I knew what I was doing. Um, because it's really interesting. Um, we talked about how much skiing we did and I know I'm sure it was me because Christy, I don't think my sister did that. Um, so it was our practice of getting up early, uh, while we're there, or I shouldn't say getting up early when we got up we would start drinking quite early and really making a day of it. And as I look back, we really kind of, well, it was that day drinking they did. I always liked day drinking. You always start early and end early. And that's the thing. If you are with other people that aren't drinking, if you start early and like by the time you're done with dinner, you're so wasted, it's just so not enjoyable to hang out with people in that capacity. And it's almost like you, well, you didn't know your limits. I never did. I mean, I just drank and drank until um, I was um, in a, an oblivion and I that was my normal practice, but I had the case of the can't stops and that's how my drinking went. I got, you know, by the, by the time dinner was done, we were wasted, not able to function. There was a couple times I remember dancing in the moonlight to the grateful dead. And, um, but it was always like dinner and then we were done. We, I always seemed to take it too far. I never knew my limit. I mean, it was just like, and so like when you go, when you go on vacation, what is your practice? Like, is it relaxing for you to get drunk and to wake up feeling like shit? Because when I think about going on vacation, I think about going and nowadays going and having like a refreshing, relaxing time when you come back home and you feel like you've gotten like a good rest. You come back feeling refreshed. And it just didn't seem to, um, when you're drinking, it, that's just not the way that the, the trip ends. You, you're pretty much like ready to be done with that trip because you've been drinking so much. And, um, yeah, when you go on vacation, do you start early too? That's another good question. Um, so this whole thing of drinking all day long, I used to think it was a treat, but now I just know it's almost like, um, a bad habit and I'm just in my mind. Uh, and it's not cool like it was. And to have to always be dependent on alcohol to have fun, it's just a scary thought. And we need to make sure that we can go through life without having to rely on alcohol to have fun. Do you know how to create your own fun without having alcohol involved? Like going back to this, back to nature experience, you don't need to have alcohol to enhance this. I mean, it is the hiking that you can do. And one of the girls was talking, Tiny, who talked about how she always was stumbling and falling. Well, there are, like, it's a rough terrain. And 
did I mention the only way to get to this cabin is by boat? And so you can walk around on an old logging trail, but you can't get your goods and all your stuff, supplies over that way. It all has to come on the boat. And so we would go on hikes. It's no fun to be wasted because then plus you could get lost and having to carry the alcohol. It just seemed like such a, it's so interesting looking back now of what I thought was fun and cool and what I'm like now going, that was nothing I'd ever want to do again. That's for sure. And, um, so I have recently, I'd quit, um, taking a break from, uh, marijuana. I did, um, partake in it again while I was there and went back to my old ways of eating, uh, crappy food. But when you go on a vacation, we bring, my sister-in-law is our cook and she is excellent. She makes really yummy food. Um, and then we always bring like desserts and chips. And so you splurge on that kind of stuff. But I found, um, I slipped back into that old habit of smoking quite a bit. And I realized I do that with people that are drinking, which my family was. And nothing against them, but I just noticed what I do to kind of compensate for that. Um, and I don't know if I'm trying to keep up with them, but there's no keeping up in that capacity. So, but um, on my trip, I definitely brought my CBD, which was definitely something I have continued to enjoy taking. I can feel a difference with when I do and do not take it. And so I take my gummy in the morning. And then because we just came out with some new full spectrum nano gummies, I've been taking that at night. And those gummies are pretty cool because they have this nanotechnology that has a, more of a concentrated um, CBD formula that makes it so it activates quicker. And then it also has a tincture in it that makes it more long lasting. So you've got the effect quicker and sooner but it's more long lasting, even up to 24 hours. And I've been taking that at night because it just really helps me even sleep better. Now, I know that there's people out there that like to take an extra shot or do drink alcohol so they can sleep through the night, but really, or they'll do a gummy. But let me just tell you guys, neither of those helps you sleep better. All of those items alcohol and THC actually inhibits your good night rest. It doesn't allow you to go into the full REM sleep that you normally would. And that's what that, um, my CBD full spectrum nano, um, gummy that really, um, supports that. It takes any of that anxiety away it takes. And I'll tell you, the trip was really, it was a beautiful trip that, I mean, it's always gorgeous in the Adirondacks, but it rained half the time. And that rain doesn't, you don't really want to go out hiking in the rain and you don't go boating in the rain. But 
I did some really uh, a lot of reading and relaxing and I just feel like the CBD just helped me feel like I could really relax and enjoy the trip more um, instead of feeling all anxious or having crappy weather. Now remember, what marijuana is the stuff that makes you feel. So you get that buzz, that psychedelic feeling. But then there's hemp that makes you heal. Because we have this endocannabinoid system and that can affect our appetite, our sleep, our digestion, our mood, our memory and metabolism, even our hormones and our heart function. And so we want to make sure we get that into balance. And this process that I do with the um, gummies, um, there's also a tincture. It's a balance and restoring your body into homeostasis. And that is what I totally recommend. Um, there is sleep aids, um, which are great. And that's what I would recommend over any THC indica. And the other thing that when you're using a CBD, it's super important to make sure it's a clean product. Our green compass is totally clean. It's um, USD certified organic. It is vertically integrated. So they're growing the seed, sowing the seed, producing the products all right there. Um, we have third-party traceability and was i think there's one other um but those ones are really like those features are just incredible um also oh we can identify um i said the traceability but um yeah you can see exactly what's in the products because like there is cbd at the gas station and that is not any kind of clean CBD, um, and you really want something that's USD certified organic. And with that CBD, I'm really excited because I am, I just um, sent away, we've got some tinctures in that program, and there's a mint flavor, there's a plain, um, there's even a bacon one for your dogs. So if you have dog that has some anxiety, or if you want to help support your dog's health, um, we've got that. But there's a pumpkin flavor, and I'm really interested in making a sticky ball, a CBD sticky ball. And you, as you know, I've told you guys in the past that I've really wanted to take the sugar out of my life. And, um, but what is going on with the gummies, this program, they just happen. I mean, that's just the way the gummies are made and it's a, all organic sugar and the ingredients are, but I'm looking for a different way to ingest the CBD. Um, and this is my new, one of my new projects with my Gibbs goodies. Um, I've been telling you guys all about my sticky balls and I know you guys want to get your hands sticky on my balls. They are a healthy indulgence. They are a plant-based cookie dough that has a functional flair. It's, and I say it's because you love good food with a functional flair because the, the different flavors that I have are give me some sugar and that aids in your digestion and it just keeps your whole system flowing. And then I have the zesty ball that has, um, that's a 
an anti-inflammatory that turmeric it really supports that along with the ginger it's so good um to help in that uh that the lower gut and then the lady balls which are my favorite and i've partnered with an herbologist and we've come up with a formula that has ashwagandha vitex maca shervati that um, helps to support your adrenal and it enhances your overall sexual vibrancy. So they're really good for women of all ages, young to old. And they have just been, um, I'm super excited about it because on September 16th in Chicago, there is the Fulton Fest and I will be displaying I'll be selling my goods for the first time there. And then, um, just so you guys wait, um, I will be announcing my online sale. And so you'll be able to get all those balls available um, and be able to for distribution. And um, we can ship them to you as well. So I'm so excited about the whole Gibbs goodies and my sticky balls, that whole project continues to move forward. And you know, I totally started making those sticky balls because my sweet tooth was activated when I quit drinking. And I had never experienced a sweet tooth like that, but I realized um, I wanted to be healthier. And I went to the Institute of Integrative Nutrition and became a health coach. And at that time, that's when I realized I had to cut out all the white sugar, white flour, white bread, white rice, white potatoes. And and so I came up, and my favorite thing to eat was cookie dough. And so I deconstructed the cookie dough in a way that was plant-based, gluten-free, dairy-free, so vegan, and soy-free. And they are outstanding. They taste just like cookie dough. And... I um I'm just so grateful that I found that alternative um and I learned more about how to take care of myself better. And I if you're interested in trying to heal thyself and getting yourself to be healthy, let me know. Let's talk. If you're interested in having a conversation about where you're at with your um experience with alcohol, Let's have a conversation. I have times available. We can do a one-on-one -on -one discovery call and just, you can tell me your story and let me know where you're at because I want to be here for you. I was so fortunate that when I decided to quit drinking, I had three people that I could go to and that's all that it took. It just could even take one person, but I'm here to help and support and give you tools and tips and resources and to walk you through the process of helping you lead a sober life. And if you are interested in being sober curious, reach out, DM me. I am here You'll be so grateful. I'll tell you, it's courage. And you know what courage is? Courage is you're scared shitless, but you do it anyways. I didn't think I could ever go without drinking. But you know what? I did it. 
I went one day at a time. That's all I did. I just looked at making it through today and then tomorrow. You know, I went 30 years drinking and drunking my way through life, but I was able to find freedom from alcohol. And oh my gosh, my life is so much better without alcohol. I am so grateful. I went through this transformation just to become just such a better person. And I'll tell you, if I can do it, you can do it too. And listen, there are seven days in a week and someday isn't one of them. So why don't you make the day to start quit the day to like look at quitting today? Why don't you reach out to me? Because I would love to help you. I'm looking for those that get it, that want it, that will understand it, that are ready for to become a better version of yourself. You're ready to surrender. You're ready to transform your life. You know, ready is just... You know, that's a hard word for me lately because I was trying to figure out why I haven't been ready to sell my balls. But ready is just saying yes to the unknown of today and tomorrow, but knowing that healing is on the other side. Healing is feeling better when you wake up. You don't feel anxious and scared. You remember the evening before. You have a clear head. You feel good and you're ready for a new day. You have real conversations. I mean, there are so many ways that life changes once you quit drinking. It, but it's still one day at a time. Nothing happens overnight, that's for sure. And quick is not the answer whatsoever. Because if it, if it comes easy, it goes easy. This is a commitment to yourself, to care for yourself to love yourself. And maybe it's going to be for the first time ever. Why don't you give yourself the opportunity to do this with support within a community, building connections. Listen, you got to understand the truth behind your why and why you want to quit, why you drink, what you actually wish for, like what are your goals and desires and the outcome that you desire and then recognizing and overcoming the obstacles and having a plan to get through it. And that's what I want to do for you. I want to provide the tips. I want to provide the tools so that you have a plan because your purpose in life is to just shine. And once you realize how you can get through each day without alcohol, you'll finally understand and get it. I did it. I know you can do it. I'm so thankful that I quit drinking. I'm so grateful that I had somebody tell me that I had an issue. I was so horrified when I got that phone call and they told me, but and that I had gotten kicked out. I couldn't remember a thing. 
I mean, these stories that I continue to share, they're so real and they're the raw truth. And can you relate to them? Do you feel like when I share the story, can you feel it in your body? When I relive these stories, I can just remember the feelings that I had along with it. And then I got to those blackout points. And then I got to the point where I just felt so guilty. You know, I look back at the fun, at the good times, the bad times, and the ugly times. And the most of the time, I was out of control and I was out of hand. And it really complicated my life. I took so many chances and there was so, obviously I have 420 reasons of things that could, that have gone wrong. Now, my trip to the Adirondacks, nothing really went wrong, but it was just really the, the, the trip was all about the party and it, we need to grow up and realize we need more out of life than that. You should really love yourself and really treat yourself better with more respect. That was the one thing that I regret was the lack of respect for myself, the poor judgment. And uh, I was always taking the risk to make sure I was having fun with barely any recognition to the, and the recognition of my state of mind, my state of being, and never thinking about the possible consequences of what could go wrong. Um, but now there's so many other things for me to think about and what has gone right since I've quit. So I'm hoping for you guys for better awareness with a new acceptance of where you're at and you just want to be inspired to explore the change and wanting to take some action. So I'm here, reach out. I want to thank you again for listening to my 420 reasons why I quit drinking alcohol. Thanks for being here. We'll talk to you next time and God bless. So thanks again for stopping by. I'm so glad you did. If you have an opportunity and you enjoy this podcast, please rate and review it. Share it with your friends. Leave me a message. Let me know what you think. I greatly appreciate all your times that you're coming by and listening. And as I shared about CBD, if you guys are interested in learning more about the effects and what CBD could do for your life, let me know. I got to tell you, besides the wonderful... Um, the effects that CBD can have on your body, getting your endocannabinoid system balanced. There's a great community available. And on top of that, the business opportunity is unbelievable. Something like you've never experienced before. The whole CBD experience is quite awesome. I'm super excited to be on it. So if you're interested in more, let me know, reach out, DM me. I am here to share more. CBD, 
for the summer. We actually just came out with, there is a new lemon lime collagen that is of a margarita flavor. And as I said, I was enjoying some CBD powdered drinks um, at the Grateful Dead. And now I've got another flavor to add to the repertoire. So I'm gonna have my own CBD margarita. Who wants to join me? Cheers to you. Reach out to me. Take care and God bless.